Hello, everybody. Welcome back to today's episode of the Chicago Sports Insider Podcast. Let's start today's episode off talking about the White Sox, who were defeated by the Oakland Athletics yesterday 5-1 to one in the second game, their three-game series. Bottom of the second inning, Matt Chapman would hit his 25th home run of the season, making it a one to nothing game. Then bottom of the fourth inning, Jan Gomes would single to center field, scoring Mark Canna, making it a 2 nothing Oakland lead. Top of the fifth inning, Cesar Hernandez would reach on a fielder's choice play by Matt Olson, scoring Larry Garcia, making it a 2-1 to game. Uh, he would score off of the throwing error by Olsen, uh, the first baseman, so Sox got a little lucky there. Bottom of the fifth inning, Matt Olson would single to score Elvis Andreas, and it would become a three-to-one, 3-2-1 Athletics lead. Bottom of the sixth inning, Chad Pinder would triple, scoring Jan Gomes, making it a four-to-one Oakland lead. And then that same inning, Elvis Andreas would single, scoring Chad Pinder, making it a five-to-one Oakland lead, and they would win the game. Dallas Keuchel picks up his ninth win of the season. He goes five innings, allows eight hits, five earned runs, one walk, three strikeouts. Not his worst performance, but uh, still not a good one from Dallas Keuchel. Jose Ruiz goes an inning. So does Mike Wright. Uh, hopefully, the Sox are able to bounce back today on the mound. For the Sox, currently, who are in the middle of a game with Oakland, is Ronaldo, is Ronaldo Lopez on the mound for the Athletics is Sean Manaya. The Sox are currently losing in the top of the fifth inning, 3-1 to one to Oakland right now. Hopefully, they're able to come back. Um... So they do not lose the series to Oakland. Uh, Then the Sox on Friday will be taking on the Boston Red Sox back at home. Cubs defeated the Cincinnati Reds yesterday 4-1. Top bottom first thing, Ian Happ would hit his 21st homer of the season. It, it was now a one to nothing Cubs lead. He has been very hot as of late. Uh, top of the fourth thing, Joey Votto would hit his 29th homer of the season, tying the game at one. There would be no scoring until the bottom of the 10th inning when, when Jason Hayward would hit a walk off home run, his eighth homer of the season, a three run shot winning the game. Actually, a yeah, three run shot uh, for, the, for the Cubs winning the game in a walk off. So they win the series against Cincinnati 2-1. Alec Mills, the starter for the Cubs, goes six innings, allows four hits, one earned run, three wa- uh, one, one walk, three strikeouts, one home run. Rowan Wick goes two innings, lost two hits. Cody Hoyer picks up his seventh win of the season. He allows, he allows no hits in two innings of work with two strikeouts. He has been absolutely dominant since joining the Cubs. He now has an ERA under he now has an ERA under four uh, for the first time in a while now. Uh, Cubs will have Thursday off before they take on the Giants on Friday. That'll be the return of Chris Bryant to Wrigley Field. Kyle Hendricks will be on the mound for the first game with the Giants. He is four and six. He is fourteen and sixteen with a four sixty five ERA. That game will be at one at one twenty Central Time. In other Cubs news, however, center fielder Michael Hermosillo has been an, has been injured with a forearm injury, and he will miss the remainder of the season. Tough loss for the Cubs. Hermosillo had played in a couple games. He obviously was somebody who the team was definitely interested in bringing back next season. Uh, they talked about how you know, he had made a made quite a big impact uh, on both sides of the ball. So tough loss there for the Cubs. Hopefully he will be uh, back to form next season, however. Now let's turn to the Blackhawks, and we're going to go over two, over a couple players who will be on the trade block this season uh, if they're not able to pull together a strong year with the Blackhawks. Obviously the Hawks have that goal of competing 
now before a guy like Tane, uh, a guy like Patrick Kane or Jonathan Tays leaves in free agency. So if there's players who are not able to cut it, then they're definitely going to be some players who could be traded. The first player is Dylan Strome, who's an obvious candidate to be traded at some point this season or uh, in, or uh, maybe even in the offseason. He is in the final year of his contract, and we really don't know what the future holds for him. Um, and obviously, we want to work out with him, but uh, you know, he still has that upside. He was still one of the uh, you know, one of the top players brought in the Nicholas Jalmerson deal to Arizona. But unfortunately, right now, it's not really looking too well for him. Uh, you know, if he can have a good season, that would definitely mean he's going to be uh, brought back long term. But right now, it's not looking too good for him. He had trouble staying in the lineup last season. So uh, I think the, the uh, Hawks even get a solid return for him since he still does have that upside of being a top pick. He still is very young. Second player is going to be Alex Nylander. Uh, he just signed a one-year contract, which would bring him back for this season. Uh, but at this point, his uh, his NHL chances are starting to go a little low. And I did just talk about him the other day, got, uh, being one of the guys who are uh, definitely a candidate for a breakout season. But uh, no, even if he doesn't break out, there's still definitely that chance he's going to be traded. Uh, Nylander did not play last season, and you no, know, he has not been too consistent. So so far, he's had some games where he's, uh, you know, at least in 2019, he had some games where he was very inconsistent. Then he had other games where he played very well, and then last season we didn't get to see him at all. So uh, no, he's definitely going to be a guy who could be an odd man out if he's not performing or if the offense needs a boost. He might be that guy who could be uh, who could end up somewhere else. And the third guy will be defenseman Calvin DeHaan. Calvin DeHaan was a candidate to be taken by Seattle in the expansion draft, and not shockingly, they didn't take him. Uh, he didn't play that well last season. He had some moments where you know he showed some leadership, or he had his you know, good offensive moments, but unfortunately last season it was more uh, defensive problems with him. He had some defensive laps, lapses in his game, uh, and there were some, some rumors that he could uh, could. He could possibly even be traded at last year's deadline, but nothing happened. Right now, DeHaan uh, is older. He's uh, more of a veteran guy. He's on the final year of his deal as well. So if the team uh, isn't doing too well, if they think they need to start uh, getting in some more draft picks, then DeHaan would definitely be a guy who they could get some draft picks for. Probably not no amazing value unless he's having a very good season. So uh, you probably wouldn't get a whole lot for him, but still you get something for him. And that's going to do it for today's episode of the podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. And I'll see you guys tomorrow.